Some people suggest you should be moved to a more secure facility, or that perhaps you do not belong in an asylum at all. Accusations. They never explained the basis of the charge, only called her a killer, and for a while she had lived up to the reputation, throwing cups, scratching the nurses. But now she had a room of her own and stronger medication, it was too much effort to act the part. She would rather sleep, forget. I am here to decide your fate, but in order to help you, I need you to help me. I need you to tell me what happened. As if he could understand. She had seen things beyond the comprehension of his small, scientific brain. Things he would deny were possible until they stole up beside him and pressed their worn, splintered hands against his. A dimple appeared in his left cheek as he smiled. I see what you are thinking. Every patient says the same, that I won't believe them. I confess there are many delusions here, but few are without foundation. Some experience has formed them, even if it sounds extraordinary, I should like to hear it. What you think happened. Sometimes the brain cannot cope with the information it has to process. It makes sense of trauma in odd ways. If I can hear what your mind tells you, I might be able to understand how it works. She smiled back. It was an unpleasant smile, the one that made the nurses edge away. He didn't flinch. And perhaps we can turn your predicament to our advantage. When a trauma has occurred, it often helps the victim to write it down, in a detached way, as if it happened to someone else. The door whined. The attendant had returned with the chalk and slate in hand. Dr. Shepard took them and reached towards the bed, offering the items like an olive branch. So then, Mrs. Bainbridge, will you try for me? Write something. Tentatively, she reached out and picked up the chalk. It sat strangely in her hand. After all this time, she could not remember how to begin. She pressed the tip to the slate and drew a vertical line. It squeaked, an awful high-pitched squeal that set her teeth on edge. She panicked, pushed too hard, the end of the chalk snapped off. I really do think a pencil would be easier for her. Look! She is not dangerous. She is simply trying to do as we ask. The attendant glared. On your head be it, doctor. I'll bring one later. She managed to scrape out some letters. They were faint, but she was afraid to use force again. Just visible on the slate was a shaky hello. Dr. Shepard rewarded her with another smile. That's it. Keep practising. Do you think you could build it up, Mrs. Bainbridge, and do as I asked? Write down all you remember. As easy as that. He was too young, too fresh and full of hope, to realise there would be times in his life he would want to erase, whole years of unbearable moments. She had pushed them down so deep that she could only reach one or two, enough to confirm she did not want the rest. Whenever she tried to think back, she saw them, their awful faces barring the way to the past. She used the cuff of her sleeve to wipe the slate clean and write again. Why? 
He blinked behind his glasses. Well, why do you think? Cure. That's right. The dimple appeared again. Imagine if we could cure you, set you free of this hospital. God love him. No. No? But I, I do not understand. Told you, doctor, said the attendant in her harsh magpie voice. She did it all right. She tucked her legs up and lay flat on the bed. Her head throbbed. She raised her hands to her scalp and gripped, trying to hold things in place. Bristles prickled from her shaved head, hair growing, months passing, locked away. How long had it been? A year, she supposed. She could ask them, write the question on the slate, but she feared to learn the truth. Surely it was time to...